guys, this is John and Austin, and this is another episode of the Meatgistics Podcast presented by Waltons. Um, so, Austin, there's something in front of you that you oh, are required I, to at least look at. I almost forgot about it. No, I didn't. So Austin and I made a bet this year on who would finish higher, Notre Dame or Kansas State in... Um, How do you open it? Yeah, it had a, a pull zip, but I... God, somehow got, got rid so of it and then i closed it, it again this is disgusting uh, so how was it disgusting it was it's a, got a oh, hair net around it football right you guys did it on yeah so it was yeah. in football who finished higher and notre dame did finish higher uh the first wig i bought austin he was unwilling to do what were the, the pictures official? on just taking care of it or disgusting why is there a picture of food in there it looks like there's a picture of food in there no <laughs> oh okay so, hold it up so step one it. is brushing it out Step two is bathing it in 40 degrees Celsius water. Is, uh, is that just general care or is that like to wear it? You need to do that. I'm pretty sure this is. Well, you're going to try it like on. General care. Yeah, this is just general care. Um, so we now have the wig that Austin will be wearing. Uh, it is not an attractive look. No, so. it's not a comfortable look either. Maybe we should wait until we get the new Samsung so I can get really high definition. What? So. When I walked in, John's got a weird smile on his face and slowly pulling something up. And I'm like, my first thought was, crap, what are we eating today? <laughs> but then I all of a sudden realized that. And I just immediately looked at him and I said, not today. And I walked out of the room. <laughs> what? Not today, Trembly. What famous person do you think, like, I'm trying to let people know who are just listening. What's that wig look like? Who who could we emulate with that? A on? Beatles person, maybe? Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, like one of the monkeys. Oh, monkeys is better. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit shaggy. Or just the oh, he's going for it. Is Here there another go. song other than? Oh, hey, I thought hey. he, he looked like the guy from Galaxy Quest. One of the yes, one of the, yep, yep. Oh, 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 like the slow one. My grandfather's hammer. Of course we do. The movie is excellent. He was in the Ringer as well, or something. Like, it's one of my favorite. Uh, Wait, it like, still has. Does it have movies. like a? Yeah, it's got a hairnet around the outside. Lady. To protect it. Like okay, so he's not going to take the hairnet off. You look like a cone head at the moment. Hey, this hey, is like hey, a gang. Hey, that's not terrible. <laughs> that's not terrible, man. It's a like, market improvement. Yeah, I don't want to see, but oh yeah. God. So I will legitly wear this someday. But not it is not this day. Two day. Here, look at me and smile. That is such a good Co picture. Bring it down a little bit right. on the side. I'm going to post I, that I to Meatistics. I don't want to break it too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, leave oh it. Oh, my gosh. Leave it as it is. Okay, this so is at so some point from Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you will wear that for three consecutive days. Yeah. Like. So I, I, I just, I am not going to do it today. Like, I, I will do it when I have to, like, actually wear it in public. But the reason I'm not doing it, and you're gonna, you're not gonna like this because it's gonna be, it's yeah, in a group of people, and so I'm not, I'm not doing this. It. It's too big of a deal. But tomorrow, this isn't even public knowledge. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> Don't say it then. No, it's fine. Oh, okay. Uh, tomorrow, uh, well, we're looking at moving, and so tomorrow we have a bunch of different contractors and subcontractors <laughs> coming in. So our 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 conference room, we're literally we're gonna have like uh, 12, 15 people yeah, yeah, yeah. plus. Uh, uh, me, Brett, and Dylan, and we're gonna be going architect and going through things. Right, and this is the first time I'm meeting all those people. Understood. This is not the time. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Understand. If it's bad for business to that level, but I might do it next week. We'll see. Because Rob from Ron Share Productions is comes in down. next week, it's so right. that could be some fun. Um, 
because awesome. We're technically we we're supposed to like go to lunch or dinner. So if we go out to dinner with Rob, I'd yeah, we're well, it'll be dinner because be... he won't be here till like the end, and then he's planning okay. on coming in on the Monday on Friday, just or on the morning of Friday, just to like go over some basic okay. stuff. Cool, but yeah, we'll see. I I don't know. You just spring this on me, where yeah, and not spring on you. It's <laughs> it's been it's been in the works for quite it was some sprung time. on him. Yeah, it was actually we, brought or it was here last week. I just forgot about it. How how. How much? Uh, how much you want to do like a double or nothing bet? Not at all. Not at 0% all. Zero percent. Okay. Do I want to do a double or nothing bet? Tr- triple or nothing. <laughs> There's nah, no, it's too long. That's yeah. t- nine days. I wouldn't do it. There's but, no or nothing bet. Uh, we got to start making more bets on stuff though, and and it, it can't be a you going. Well, I don't care about that. But like, but I don't because <laughs> K State men's basketball yeah. is it w- would destroy Notre Dame. Sure. Notre Dame sucks. And then women, we're number two in the country, baby. Oh, let's so. do a women's basketball bet. No, thanks. If they play each other. I don't care about that at all. Notre Dame's women's basketball is great, though. What good promotion? Do they play each other? If they play each other, I'll make oh. some sort of bet with you. We, but it's no, it's not that bad. We, we need to l- do some checking and like find out when's the next time that K-State Notre Dame play each other in anything. anything. It could be it okay. could be underwater maybe basket we'll, weaving, and we're going to like... Maybe we live stream yeah. watching it. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so, Austin... Was gone for a couple of days. Sounds like he had a good time off. Spent some time with the family. Went to the stock show in Denver, and I almost posted on Meetgistics to say, "Hey, is anybody anybody here?" here? But should have. Uh, yeah, I didn't, but probably should have. But it was a fun time. The best thing about it was uh, I don't even know. I don't remember what you actually call it, but uh, it was at the draft show. Two horses doing basically like a tractor pull type of thing. And you load up this metal sled with like 12,000 plus pounds and two horses just go to town. Pulling the thing is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Were they like Bavarian something horses? I don't know, but they were the biggest, nastiest looking things I've ever seen. So there's a horse from some, they call it Bavarian something or other, I believe. I could be wrong on that term, but uh, like one can pull like 1,200 pounds or whatever. And so you would think two can pull. 2400 pounds but no two can pull like 5000 pounds cuz they just like when they're next to each other they're just like super not aggressive but they're like oh no we're doing this yeah they would like lean on each other to to like these push are those horses too. yeah these are yeah. those horses so that, yeah, they're huge. They're but, awesome. Like, I love huge looking horses. I, I don't know what the final weight was that they went to, but it was over 12,000 pounds. I stopped counting at 12,000. Yeah, it's insane. All right, now real quick just cuz we were talking about uh, Walton's vacation. Oh, I thought you were going to segue to horses. I'm going to go back to that because I've been watching a lot of. Uh, oh, oh, we got to it. Your dad <laughs> sent me that. What? Yeah, <laughs> that is disgusting. We're, it was a couple weeks ago. Um, you need the sh- show. show, show <laughs> you need to show like a little bit of shorts in there or something, but it's just <laughs> leg, baby. <laughs> you can see a tiny bit of short in this corner, uh, right there. But that, no, that, that that could just be like uh, an age spot or something. Like, the, I, there's no definitive shorts. So my immediate response to him was, uh, he asked, "Do you think I should go in the water?" And I said, "Don't you dare! They're waiting." So then Austin goes on vacation, um, and a couple of days into it, I get this picture that says, "Swimming with sharks today." Now. We haven't talked about it yet because we've been kind of getting off sharks on the wild card thing a little bit because I talk about it too much. There's a boy from Maryland in the Bahamas who went with one of those like 
swimming with sharks excursion things, but not like out in the oceans, like in their big tank. And he got attacked. Oh, it was a 10-year-old boy from Maryland. So I was like, no, do not go in that water, Austin. So I need to know, were you like legitly concerned or were you joking? No. You responded back, I, you're like, you need to call me right now. Do not go in that <laughs> tank. Especially, it just happened. Yeah. So, Austin, you look like a 10-year-old boy. Do not go in that tank. I, I mean, kind of. Do you have... Any idea the emotional damage it would do to me if somebody I knew and cared about got attacked by a shark? It's your fault. Be it's your fault, it would be dude. bad. Yeah. I don't even think I'd take a shower again. I might never get wet again. <laughs> Forget a bath. Just ugh, in general. Um, I went and looked at a new house last night. It is. Did I talk to you at all about this? A little one? bit. All right. Yeah. So I went on Friday and looked at one that had three acres out in the country. Um, and then I was looking at that. It's It's not worth what they want for it. And I just saw this other one pop up that's very much in my price range. And it has three acres. Um, it definitely needs some work. Uh, it's got a little bit of water damage in the basement. It's got a sagging wall. So I'd have to put in uh, I-beams to like reinforce that. Oh, like the concrete, not just like uh -huh. the wall, but like the yeah, concrete. Yeah, the concrete. Okay. But I know how much that would cost and even... How many people were... You said it was haunted, so I was wondering how many, <laughs> how many people were actually. No, but it does have this huge, creepy old barn like back on the property. So I don't know what I would do with that. But um, more than enough room to eventually dig my own pond. A good portion of it or like a reasonable portion around the house is already fenced in. So dogs immediately are, are fine. Um, would you ever consider making a moat? Dude, I 100. That, That's awesome. He's so in tune with me sometimes. <laughs> I've already considered fixing up that barn and making a moat around it. And then that's my final that's awesome. standoff yeah. position. I was thinking about moats yesterday. My, my only fear there is I'm I'm scared of snakes as you are of like sharks. Yeah, I know. And so I feel I my fear is like because I've I like legitly have like thoughts about that. It'd be like cool to do something like that, but like I I'm like terrified that I'm just like encasing myself in like a ah, sea of snakes. I gotcha. Yeah. Now, where I would be living, it's out of town. So I would be able to shoot any snakes I see on my property. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. And I have more than enough room to do a pistol range. And I could probably do a 100-yard range. I just got to figure out, like, sight lines, like, where there are no houses Dude, behind. No one's robbing you at all, right? Like, you go, imagine good this guy. He's Lord, like, no. I could go to this house. Or, oh, man, there's a lot of water. I'm not going to mess with that. And you just have a, what was it, a, a drawbridge or whatever it's called? <laughs> Bring those back. I can only get so excited. You got to stop. Because that would also be like where I would hunt deer from. Yeah. On the inside of the moat. Yep. Monty Python style. You oh, start yelling at people down God, from the castle. Just screaming at cars as they go by. Maybe that's the house. You don't even really need anything else. Just, just the barn. Yeah. Just Living the barn. The creepy yeah. barn. But yeah, for three acres for what they want for it. Um, my fear is like my real sage was saying that it's a, like a, a little bit different of a deal. And she's like, it's probably going to have to be an all-cash offer, which is no problem. I can do that as soon as we sell our house, but I'm pretty sure it's going to get snapped up before. So, But if I do get it, it's going to be awesome. All-cash offer? Was Pablo Escobar trying to sell it or something? Pretty much. Gosh. I don't, yeah. I don't know how that stuff works. But is it like, is it like grass and open, wooded? It, it's like, a mix of both. It's it's probably got, it does have more trees than the other one I was looking at. Okay. Um, but yeah, I didn't even really get a chance. It was so wet. And we drove all, I made her drive all the way out there for the second business day in a row. Because it was literally like less than a mile from the one we went and looked at the other day, which is not close to here. So I just wanted to get kind of her on her way. So, all right. So I've got kind of two things I'm combining in one here. I've got uh, 
featured flavor, which is going to be jalapeno snack stick that I rehydrated some jalapenos and put mm. them in. Um, and processing problems. Processing problems is a, a segment that we have used not at all yet, but its original idea was we would find issues people were having on Meatgistics and discuss those. But I thought it'd be kind of fun if we would make products. I had to do some testing on a new seven pound single speed um, version of our sausage stuffer. Ours is like, I mean, that's our cheapest sausage stuffer, the single speed. And I've always kind of thought of it as just like, yeah, whatever. Ours is significantly better than others, apparently, because the one we tested today was terrible. And I had to bring ours in to see if it, I'm like, okay, is this just what they're like? No. Ours did the exact same product and it powered right through these snack sticks. I'm pretty sure I broke really? the new one is trying it, to do snack sticks. It's same just be the piston. What's that? What's different? It's just the piston? I think the quality of the gears. Huh. I was going to say, our, our seven pound, um, I know it's nice. The, the, the downside is it's like the direct drive, basically, yeah. and it's one speed. But if all you're doing is small batches, yeah. it's it's not a, that bad. It's a great heavy-duty stuff. Yeah. Yep. It, it got through these limited issues. The only thing that I didn't love about it um, is it's more difficult to clamp down than like our oh. 11 speed so yeah or 11 pound okay 11 speed where 11, is the, it's where, the 11 where? speed uh okay so what i thought it would be fun to do is occasionally make some product intentionally make mistakes and see if you can figure out what went what i did wrong now this is gonna be difficult because these are snack sticks i made so they're gonna be good no matter what oh dude they're yeah they're gonna be Good, regardless. Yeah. I've been. I'm I've been surprised eating, he let me get that one in. I've been eating way too many gas station snack sticks, especially having just been out of town. I, I eat gas station snack sticks. Why? Because I don't I have a freezer full of snack sticks over there. I know. I don't think about these things, okay. and I don't like. I don't know. My my wife likes to like pack a cooler full of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just like, yeah, yeah we're it. just gonna get it on yeah. the road, and then I get out, and I'm like, yeah, I kind of wish I had this or that, and so. Okay. Oh, whatever. All right. So he's cutting it lengthwise with his pocket knife, which I want to look at when you're done. Oh, that's our buck knife. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just thought it was a different knife. Which my lack of. What did you do? I destroyed it. I think you got one too. I do have the, one. No, not oh. this, but uh, some some sort of like belt sharpener I got for yeah, free yeah. from somewhere. We got them up at uh, Rendezvous the one year we went because oh, we yeah. bought so many tickets. So I, I got that together in, in my shop, and I was like, oh, what if we were to sell something like this? How would it work? And it works fairly well, but it works too well. Like, it just destroyed this thing. Huh. And, it, like, if you don't just – if you don't drag it just right on it, it will just chop your tip off. Oh, so. I haven't had that problem. Now, I haven't sharpened that on that. I've only sharpened that on the true home. But, okay, so he cut it lengthwise. So okay. we're – we're, we're, we're doing like a full critique here. Yeah, go ahead. Um, one, um, on, on the inside, whoa, 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 dispersions. On. Did you hear that? It's buzz. It was, really, it sounded like an error coming from Patrick's stuff. I don't think so. There okay. was also a little bubble popped okay. up. You then got, you got a message or something. Go ahead. Um, dispersion's good. Um, looks like mixture and protein extraction's fine. I don't think that there's any issue with that. So it's not like you like screwed up anything on like the seasoning or you put in 
encapsulated and broke it or uh, did anything like that. I'm at least saying the inside looks fine. Am I correct so far? No. I put the encapsulation in right away. Here's the deal. I hand mixed it, and oh. I don't think that that ruptures it. Yeah, you you won't get enough... Uh, yeah, okay. enough workage there. Small small enough batch that I was just like, eh, I don't want to dirty up the mixer. So I, I put it in right away. Um, it's the mechanical action and the metal yeah. and the pressure that, that that is brought on by a mixer that can break it versus your hands. You, I mean, you probably broke some. You just, just putting it in and mixing it all in a, a mixer, like you're going to break something. But you're not going to break much, much right. to any. With, a hand, with your hands, I bet you. So that was one yeah. of the things, but I agree with you, nothing – bad happened from it yeah. um but looks good you don't even have like a ton of air pockets for just using like the single speed mm -hmm. um consistency is fine the only thing i'd say that like seems wrong with it at all is it looks a little wrinkly which could either be um you did an ice bath it or you cooked it too hot too fast or, wasn't that um, earlier in the process didn't mix it long enough no, I mixed it by hand. I'm, I got good protein extraction. You just understuffed it? Mm -hmm. Why is it wrinkled then? Why do you think? I don't know. Not All right. Do you feel the outside of the casing? Feel it. You didn't soak them first. I'm kidding. <laughs> soak those collagen casings. Feel it feels kind of greasy. Yeah. Got I ground this meat one time through a four and a half millimeter or three sixteenth plate. That's it. Just once? Did not did not hmm. finish it off through a one-eighth plate. So I think the larger fat particles then fat it out a little bit. Mm. Yeah. I'm not sure that I don't prefer this texture versus something that goes through a one-eighth plate. I need to eat one that's not separated and bite right. The snap coming out of the smoker was like legendary. It was, boonk. It was so pretty. Snap. Good snap. Yep. Did anyone hear that? It sounded like he ate a carrot. Mm. We need mute buttons up here. That'd be great. Yeah, where we can chew. Just like if I want to chew instead of having to lean way back, I just hit that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I like the texture. Um, I was actually complaining to my wife on. One of the snack sticks I bought while I was out of town. I told her, I was like, ah, it's just, it's a good snack stick. It was a jalapeno snack stick. It was good, but it just, it was like emulsified. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's uh, just, the texture's not right. I like it. I like a coarser texture on it because you get like Slim Jims and your couple other big brands. Um, they have a tendency to be, one, just too fatty, but um, emulsified. There's yeah. not enough texture left to it. I think some of that's just the fat, and it's it's more smeared than emulsified, really. Um, Slim Jims always feel like they don't actually use fat. They use, like, an oil. That's what it always feels like to me. Yeah. I'd love to see their process, obviously. I think most people would. But they're, they're yeah, they're very good. I like the texture on it. So. But I might start making more through a, a four-and-a-half-millimeter plate. But I would go through, if I was doing it regularly, I'd go through a three-eighths first or use the one-shot. Um, for techs and other people who are interested, um, we did get a sample in of a one-shot in the 22 size. Um, there are some significant differences between that and the, the one that uh, we currently have, which is number 12. 
Uh, we also don't have a plate that will work for what we want to test because they only sent us a three-eighths plate. I'm like, guys, this is useless. That's it? And I'm like, this is that literally does nothing for Wait, us. Wait, for both sides? Uh, so it's a, it is a kidney plate in the back. Actually, oh. no, I'll just show it to you because uh, it's – when I, I did huge quotation marks around kidney plate because it is not a kidney plate the way that we're used to it. They say that they've done testing and this way provides more of a sharp edge, so it's better for it. But I wanted to get your opinion on it. This is going to be interesting. From the outside, it looks normal. Yep. From the outside, it looks normal until you look head on. Oh, okay. so their response. Uh, one of the advantages to our current dual grind number 12 system is that a number 12 plate works on it. Right. As long as it's not the kidney plate, the kidney plate special, but a regular you could use a regular three sixteenths, one eighths, three eighths plate. Um, but this has a redesigned auger. So the center of the plate that goes all the way on the outside is enormous. I can fit my finger through it. The reason they said they did that is because this has so much torque that they had to redesign the knife. So it's got huh. like an oblong hole in yeah. the middle, um, still like perfectly round, but an oblong hole, and then a redesigned uh, stud, auger stud to, to hold that. But then here's the really w weird looking thing. Now, do you want to know what it looks like to me? It looks like they had... One size drill bit, and they just made three. Oh, I mean, absolutely. That's how they CNC'd it for yeah. sure. But, uh, but they yeah. say that this extra surface here provides a sharper and more cutting edges, and it does. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with them. It's kind of weird, right? And it makes it look funky, right? But I would, my my initial thought would be like, yeah, that probably is. It probably works better, right? So, yeah, we haven't tested That's it fun. yet, though. Uh, we won't test it until we get uh, a one eighths plate, because really testing it through this three eighths plate would do nothing. It would show us not almost nothing, but it would show us absolutely nothing. OK, put this all back together. But yeah, so uh, they say they can have that to us by like February 5th. Um, so we'll do some testing immediately and then see how it is. Uh, but so the bad news on this one would be it would be a specific plate for the outside plate. You couldn't just use anything. All right. I mean, yeah. That with the rehydrated jalapenos, far better than the regular jalapeno snack stick, right? Oh, yeah. Almost to the point where I want to say it's fairly required because that actually adds both jalapeno flavor and some heat to it. Our jalapeno snack stick, one of the most common um, complaints I get is yeah, it had a little bit of the jalapeno flavor, but not really any of the jalapeno heat. So adding those rehydrated uh, jalapeno flakes really upped both of them. And all I did was one, um, I used a half an ounce of the um, dehydrated flakes. I went ahead and rehydrated that to three parts water, one part that and a uh, half ounce dehydrated to 13 pound batch so figure an ounce for a 25 pound batch would be good that's really not much either no it's a very small amount i used a lot more than that in some chili i made somewhat recently um 
Oh, speaking of chili. And I probably overdid it then. Just Flip, thinking back now. <laughs> Flip and I, I might need that. to talk to to you and your father about chili. So did I'm you, I'm talk to you about it? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember when. It was within the last couple of days, but yeah, there's okay. there's chili rumors flying around. There are chili rumors yeah. flying around. All right. Uh we've got a meat hack for this one. Uh as I was cleaning up from all this, I thought of one or noticed how easy it is because of one thing I do, and I was like, Oh, I don't think we've ever shared this. With our meat lugs, before I put them away, I put a very fine coating of white oil on it, and it makes cleaning out the meat lugs a hundred times easier. So I don't remember a hundred. That's a lot. Uh, oh, uh, I had that meeting with that guy who has the cooking hunting show today. So he called while I was in the middle of this. So I walked away for like half hour came back and everything had dried and started to cake on here. I was like, oh, it's going to be a pain in the ass. But I just hit it with the water and whoosh, everything came right off. That's like, awesome. Yes, that is so much better. So a simple single spray of white oil on the inside of your meat lug after you've cleaned it, um, before you put it away, will make your next cleanup project a lot easier. Are there white oil wipes? Not to the best of my knowledge. Mm -mm. Might be a little messy. Like it's, I like the idea, but it might be a little bit messy. Sure. Right? Can't think of how be, that would. They wouldn't have to be big. They'd be pretty small wipes. You get a lot. It'd be interesting. I don't know. Talk to Flip about it. Yeah. It, it'd be. Kobe. It'd be worth kind of tinkering with. I would. I don't know if our commercial guys would use it or not. Guys at home should because it's a whole lot easier than dealing with a quart bottle or one of the little four ounce ones. I, I normally have like a four ounce bottle and it's, it's I don't know. I always leak some out, and I make a mess, and the bottle's always greasy. That bottle this looks greasy. To, but this but, is the way to go. But that's better. But it's just big. I mean, a guy at home is going to he's gonna use that forever. Fair enough. But so just like a little pack of wipes. Just like, yeah, a little like to-go pack of baby wipes almost. That size of deal. Yeah. It'd be pretty sweet. Just interesting. I was thinking, I often think like, well, of course you have room for that. Like, I've got one in my kitchen. But- this whole kitchen is designed around meat processing, not being an actual kitchen. So, all right. Um, I've got a new itty yum Ooh. for this, and the term is cold turkey. <clears throat> yum. Does any, before we go, does anyone want to take a guess on what cold turkey, where it comes from? Dude, I haven't looked that one up at all. No, so he definitely has? I don't. No, I have, oh, no, okay. <clears throat> I have no clue. I'm trying to just act just talk through it, and I cold turkey. Why turkey? Why is it cold? No guesses. Okay. No idea. So it first appeared in 1921. It says, perhaps the most pitiful figures who have appeared before Dr. Carlton are those who voluntarily surrender themselves when they go before him, and they're given the cold turkey treatment. So that's people who are coming off, uh, I think it was laudlum at that point. I don't think it was heroin yet. Uh, but why turkey and why cold? The most popular theory was repeated by the San Francisco chronicle in 1978 it derives from the hideous combination of goose pimples and what william burrow calls the cold burn that addicts suffer as they kick the habit in cop speak the lingo of law enforcement and crime tom philibin recites a secondary theory that the term may derive from the cold clammy feel of the skin during withdrawal like a turkey that has been refrigerated so it has to do with the feel and the appearance of your skin while huh. you go through withdrawals. <laughs> Ew. 
But it also may be that it's a combination of cold, which is straightforward, and talk turkey. I don't think that one makes as much sense because usually when you're quitting, it's a, about quitting something. I want to quit smoking cold turkey. doesn't really make as much sense as the other one, but wanted to bring that one up. Better than so there are weird. so many of these. It's, we have <laughs> idioms for months. Oh, yeah. Those are the best. Uh, and then another quick one. I wanted to call this one Curious Couplings, but Pat, again, came up with Odd Couples. Horseradish and prime rib. And we brought this up because I don't like horseradish with my prime rib. Oh, it's horrible. Horseradish it, is amazing. I, I like horseradish. I just don't like it with my uh, prime rib. But then where did it come from? Okay. Why pair those together? So it know. doesn't have anything on like the history of it, but you pr pair them together because it pairs well with richer cuts of beef, such as prime rib, as it cuts through the rich flavor to give the beef a lighter taste. I don't want my beef to have a lighter taste. I like it's the like, rich flavor of prime rib. So it sounds like you said, like, you have this thing that tastes awesome. We Ma should make it taste not as exactly. great. Exactly. Let's you go, cut down Ugh. on the awesomeness. Uh, but horseradish uh, is often used because of its piquancy. I want to see if you knew what that word meant. No, no. Piquant or piquant, I believe it's called. Picante sauce? No, picante sauce is not correct, but <laughs> there you go. Uh, it's also an indispensable ingredient in steak tartare as it civilizes the raw meat. <laughs> okay. What the? <laughs> the Romans used to eat mustard seeds with beef. Why do people not just want to eat beef? I don't know. Salt, pepper, whatever you want to put on it, but don't like make it taste like beef. Confuses me and makes me a little bit sad. Confucius. So, well, okay. If this is an old thing, here's why. When did they invent electricity, John? So meat was spoiling. Yes. Okay. So you're trying to cover up what, like, have you ever heard of the Baghdad battery? Yeah. So we don't know when they invented invented like electricity, but it was probably a lot longer ago than people thought. Mm legit like at keeping meat at rediscovered 30 35 degrees or less <laughs> well, okay like, when they rediscovered electricity just <laughs> the, you can use the earth as refrigeration <laughs> i've seen them try to do it on tv shows that's accurate too dig down far enough mm, dig down far enough and you'll get you'll, hot you'll yeah. get hot yeah Riddle me that. How's that work? It doesn't sound <laughs> right. Nothing makes does. sense. Yeah. I told you. See, there's another reason. Well, let's dig through. Nah, it's fire down there, dog. You don't want to. I was telling him, I was like, there's like always a dumb reason you can't just keep going. I was like, you're on land now. It's like, well, you'll hit water. I go, all right, let's get a boat. You go, nah, it's, it gets frozen. You can't. And then I'm like, okay, well, let's go up. It's like, nah, you can't breathe out there, dude. And now he's saying, like, let's dig. And I'm like, oh, fire eventually. You it's just, all bogus. We're not on. We're just gonna stay in your little bubble. I think uh, we're on a rock floating through space. So hardcore right now. I Have you ever seen those simulations of it? Like everything the, helixing yeah. around. And it's just tool playing. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I can't comprehend that when they show that, like how it's everything is moving and it's moving around. And, and what my brain just goes used for. And then yeah. meanwhile, that's like the photon that's being fired under the ground or whatever to recreate the Big Bang. And it's just like, it's all an in, it's a snake eating its own. Uh, so. Do you know what that term is? Oh, uh, Ouroboros. There you go. Good job, Patrick. That's a Gojira song. Oh, well, there you go. Boom, that's baby. He, that's why he knew it. <laughs> all right. Uh, do you want to jump to a wild card, which we don't have a, a ton of? Um, in fact, we just have one. I feel like we've been kind of 
crazy and all over, so we probably just keep going till we get into the meat of the sure. episode. Okay. Oh, nice one. Yeah. Uh, wild card. We just have one story today because I'm not doing shark things for a while. Self-imposed penalty. Uh, <laughs> these Japanese beef croquettes are so popular that there's a 43-year wait list for them. What? So they use Kobe beef. Um, this guy took over a, a butcher shop from his father and started getting really big into e-commerce like back in the late 90s. And he said he quickly figured out that people are really hesitant to spend a huge amount online when buying beef. And, you know, Kobe's very expensive. So he started making these croquettes and he'd make packages of four of them and sell them at a loss, right? As a way for somebody to like come and be like, oh, okay, well, I'll try those. Try those, find out they're awesome, and then come back and buy more. So it was like a confidence builder, right? He has sold them at a loss since then. He's recently had to up his price, but still selling them as a loss. He went from making 200 a week, and that was it. And then when that happened, he then built a 14-year wait list because he's only making 200 a week. So people would order one and be like, yep, your four will be ready in 10 years, and we'll huh. send them to you then. Oh, God. Then he started making 200 a day, and his wait list grew to 43 years. So if you order one now, you're going to get it in 43 years. How is he still selling them for a loss? That makes no sense. How is well, he making money? He's, oh, he sells tons of other things. Oh. This is just a loss leader. It's a okay. It's yeah, just yeah. a single product. That right, right, He is selling other stuff oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. it still. Yeah, okay. he's, he's it's selling get, Kobe it's steaks. Like, uh, it's like a food competition. It's like, oh, if you eat it all, in, you know, or otherwise it costs $80. It gets people there, and then it's like, oh, I'm not really going to get that, but I'll, right. get, the, yeah, yeah. I'll get the cheeseburger. That's a good, yeah. yep. Um. But people want him to like, no, you need to make more than two hundred. Buy more, you know, hire more people. And he's like, why would I make more of something that I lose money on? He's like, this is this is as many as we're making. Lose more money. So, but yeah, no, I I thought that was pretty funny and pretty cool. Uh, all right, so moving on to meat matters. USDA launches remote grading pilot program for beef. Now we talked about this sort of a couple of months ago, but what we talked about was the uh, the study, I guess, that is leading into this this pilot program. Uh, so it's the next step forward. It says, on average, a beef carcass that grades USDA Prime is valued at hundreds of dollars more than an ungraded car uh, carcass. But costs for the voluntary USDA service often prevent small-scale processors and farmers and ranchers they serve from using the valuable marketing tool. In this pilot, trained plant employees capture specific images of the live animal and the beef carcass. These images are submitted electronically to a USDA grader already stationed somewhere else in the U.S. Uh, who reviews the images and accompanying plant records and product data, assigns the USDA quality grade and applicable carcass certification programs, and it communicates the official grade back to the plant to be applied to the carcass. Plants can then use this information for their retail marketing and transmit carcass performance information back to producers. The pilot will build on lessons learned during the AMS feasibility study, remote grading, which is the one we talked about, um, which was just in the second half of 2023. Did you raise your hand back there, Patrick? Yeah, so is AI going to get in the way of that, though? Like, couldn't these sure. photos be altered? 100%. So, but oh, no. the, oh, that's risky business, yeah. Before they're even sent there. Or so, you're saying it's an AI yielding the photos. I'm, gonna, I'm saying that it eventually will be. Sure. But that's an interesting thing. Yeah, we've got a new media phone coming and it's the samsung galaxy s 23 4, four ultra Five. and the amount of editing you do just in the phone like i was showing him and i showed patrick if we don't like 
like the angle that Austin's sitting at, I can just tap him and pull him back and it will automatically <laughs> fill in all like whatever's behind him. It looks like perfect. I can even rotate you and it will like fill in the back of your head. It's creepy. Like we're done. Reality. There is no more. That's us right now. <laughs> no, but <laughs> you can't look at a picture anymore and be like, oh, yeah, that's real. Yeah, it's yeah, it's my, scary. We're in a photo. My dude. concern on this th one, though, would be so somebody submits it to the USDA. They go, yeah, that's uh, choice. And they go, OK, prime. There's no USDA inspector there to ensure that it's actually graded how they graded it, right? Well, is there not like when they? Well, I don't know how it works. <laughs> Austin? Yeah, I I don't know. I I don't know how that work. I would just assume that if 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 you were going to cheat the system like that and you got caught, there's going to be some massive penalties. Like it's yeah, it it they'll they'll make it not worth it. But I don't know. Yeah, but there's massive penalties for for hiring children to work in your cleaning your plant. And people are doing that. That was wild. Dude. That sure. was wild. You brought up a long time ago that we needed to watch. Um, what is oh. that on Netflix? Yeah, don't we need remember. to go back and do that. What food ink or something? No, but it was something like that. It was a specifically about fraud in the food industry. Yeah. Super we need to go back and do that. Don't remember what it is. Okay, I'll I'm find it. I'm pretty sure I watched the whole yeah. thing. I'm pretty sure it's in my favorites or my like list. <laughs> are, you, my are you secretly a meat industry hater? It's in your favorites <laughs> list. <laughs> I've been working here for 10 years just to bring you down from the inside. All right. Uh, hyper concentration in food markets is harmful to consumers and processors alike. This is from the Missouri Independent. Rotten. Food series called That's Rotten. It. Yep. That's, what That's what it's called. Sorry. Um, all right. So. In 2022, the United States imported 3.4 billion pounds of boxed beef and 1.6 million live cattle. Through August 2023, the U.S. imported 20% more beef than we exported. Meatpackers and traders can take imported beef and repackage it with a label that reads product of the United States. It has been nearly two years since the largest corporate meatpackers were called before Congress to testify about excessive corporate consolidation in the meat industry, increased prices for consumers, low prices for producers, and record profits for themselves. Today, because of corporate consolidation coupled with widespread drought, the cattle herd is at its lowest number since 1962. In 1980, the top four meat packers controlled 36% of the U.S. beef supply, and the U.S. had 1.3 million cattle operations. In 2017, the top four control 85% of the beef industry, and the number of U.S. cattle operations dropped to 711,000. So we have halved the number of independent cattle operations. That yeah. is not at all a good thing. It's wild. It's a big swing. But with historically high prices, it would make sense that cattle producers are enjoying good profits, but the increased prices for consumers don't translate back to increased prices for cattle producers the price of food is a main driver of inflammation, of inflation, <laughs> and meat prices rose more than almost anything else with a 12.3% increase in a 12-month period ending May of 2022. Now, during that same time, the uh, JBS reported $4.4 billion in profit. Tyson was $4.1 billion of profit. And Cargill was $4.9 in profits. While that is all going on, 
it went from a uh, hundred head of cow would be worth $51,800 in income for the rancher. In 2021, that dropped to $9,719 for a hundred head. Wow. Now, I don't necessarily agree with everything that's said in this article, but one thing is kind of clear. We need to bring back the country of origin labeling. Basically, that's a, yeah. It passed with with the farm bill back in like 2007 or something where not... Raised here, not slaughtered here, can't be labeled whatever. Went to the Supreme Court, can't be labeled product of America. Went to the Supreme Court, and they struck it down over NAFTA. They're like, no, this is North American free trade where, you know, you can't do that. You can't put that limitation on them. But that needs to come back or we're going to lose the rest of our ranchers. Yeah, that's a hard thing for some of the small processors out there. Like, I remember when that was like, a bigger deal yeah if it was 2007 i don't know exactly when it was um but if that if that year's right like i remember when when that was like the rage of what was going on people were talking about it, people were trying to figure out because like with, with small producers it's not always just as easy as like oh they can just do this a big place they're like yeah whatever we'll doesn't yeah, matter we'll label right. it small guys they're like but i don't but i don't do it this way i I've never done it this way how am i going to change and sometimes it can be hard because they don't have the resources behind it that a big plant and operator does. So I don't know. Cause I, I just remember there being a lot of, uh, are you trying to a say- lot of strong feelings about it, uh, in the beginning. So I feel like there, there's probably a lot of people that still have a lot of strong feelings about it now. So you're saying you think it's harder on the little guy to not be able to label it as product of America. It just, I don't know. It depends. You, you make it anytime you make a change like that, it's difficult on people. Yeah. So, I mean, look what happened in the jerky business when they started saying you have to be able to prove that it was either perfectly enclosed for such amount of time mm-hmm. or you used steam. I mean, when they first started talking about validation, that was a huge thing through yeah. AMP, um, American Association of Meat Processors that were a part of um, that. There was a lot of questions before USDA actually answered them over like, well, what does this mean? Does like every individual small processor have to go out and have someone individually validate what their process is they've also like they've made changes to appendix a um um, to help cover some of that too but that appendix a is allowed to be used as validation um i don't remember if we talked about this or if this was something posted on meatgistics but i might have talked to you about it and then not post on meatgistics or i might have don't remember but like appendix a is a like it's a guideline it's a resource you don't have to follow it you you can you can make a perfectly safe product not following anything in Appendix A. If you go do your own validation and prove that X, Y, Z happened and it works out fine. Yeah, you need what? A seven log reduction? Yeah. Yeah. But you can do, and uh, you you can do things differently, but you have to have validation behind it. So for small guys, their validation on a process is, I followed Appendix A. Here's, I did this and this and this. Appendix A said, do that. And hey, we're good. Product's safe. So... Yeah. For the guy at home, though, that's not reasonable. Use Appendix A. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. People Use at home Appendix just follow Appendix A. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's the best way to do it. Um, but just super interesting that 
the value of for cattlemen went down eighty percent. I mean, that is crazy. You can't you can't make that work. Yeah, that's wild. We messed up this month, dude. What's up? It's World Carnivore Month. You're only what? supposed to eat all meat this month. I don't want to eat. I was complaining about this recently. Why does why <laughs> you, does everything yeah. need a day and everything <laughs> need a month? And oh, like, yeah. Do you like, remember London? Every she'd be like, Oh, it's cupcake day. I'm like, I, I don't care. <laughs> we and should I do cupcakes. Oh boy. Wait, I get to eat cupcakes today. Hold yeah. on. Oh, John, let her <laughs> tomorrow we'll tell her to stop, but today we're making yeah, cupcakes. Just, it, every day is something. I mean, it's ridiculous. I agree with you on that. All right. Um gut brain network for sugar and fat cravings discovered from neuroscience news. Um, I did not need anyone to do a study to let them know that when I put sugar and fat in my stomach, it sends positive signals to my brain. Mm. I, they could have just yeah. asked me, Hey, what happens when you eat fat and sugar? I go, Oh, my brain feels good. Yeah. How? Okay. Uh, yeah, we paid I, for this study. It's taxpayer funded, so oh, that's, that's wonderful. Like, Wait, how how fat were the people? <laughs> I this hope, matters. This matters. I don't know. I hope that they came up with like a more deep and meaningful like deal to it because like yeah, I, I I yeah, just from like uh, last night uh, found out that Costco has ice cream and cookies, so. Went shopping at Costco, got a thing of ice cream and a hot cookie afterwards, and oh yeah, you feel feel wonderful. How did you not know that. that Costco has ice cream? I don't know. Like the, the you mean like, 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 like soft ready to eat? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, ready to okay. eat. Yeah, oh, yeah. He knows Thank it's a grocery you. store. Yeah, okay. so, I was gonna say. Yeah, so like at the front <laughs> when you, when when you check out, there are little food stations mm -hmm. there, and so it had two kids. That oh. It was like seven thirty, and they hadn't had snack, and so it was like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna get some. It, Get something that's all had ice cream cookies. I was like, getting that sounds great. Getting that for but sure. But it's 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 amazing. And your brain's just give me more, give me more. If I don't eat sugar, like because that's perfect combo there, sugar and fat, ice cream. Yep. It's heavy in both. Yep. It you eat that and you just want more. If I don't eat it, my brain will just it ignores it. Forget and I don't even it. know that it's there. Uh -huh. But as soon as I start getting into a habit uh -huh. of eating ice cream uh -huh. again, uh -huh. it's impossible to stop. I heard I have a parasite because I crave sugar after big meals. So <laughs> I'm working on that. I don't know about you guys. So, All right. I ate something last night I haven't eaten in a long time. McDonald's. Ooh. It was amazing. What'd you get? Yeah, Double quarter order? pounder with cheese, okay. oh, extra yeah. fries, and Wait, uh, extra fries. I've never, I've never ordered extra fries. How do you nuggies. order extra fries? So you order fries and then you order another thing of fries. <laughs> you just order two fries. Yeah, Gosh, dang. <laughs> yeah. and uh, a uh, just simple hamburger to eat on the car ride home. Nice. Wait, 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 wait. You got a double quarter pounder with cheese. Correct. Probably a large fry with it. Two large fries. And so then another large fry and another hamburger. I'd have something to eat on the way home. Where? Yeah, that was a little throwaway patty. What? It was probably a four-biter. Okay. Better. Okay. It was, dude, I, it was just as good as I remember it. Like, I know that's not good food for me, but, like, I had zero stomach problems. Like, my Isn't stomach was like, yeah, that's awesome. I that's felt, I slept fine. I felt fine. It's not so, as bad yeah. as it used to be because, like, before I would immediately, like, Oh my god! I That's feel what like I remember. borderline food poisoning yeah, every like, time. Like my stomach was, would hurt right away. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it felt like I don't know about you, but like it's less greasy at least maybe on the surface. Yeah. Like the way that yeah. you know we were the test audience for twenty years and don't realize it now. It's good stuff. I didn't eat McDonald's forever, and then. I have two kids now, and so we oh, eat that type of stuff a lot more frequently. Maybe. We had 
we had McDonald's uh, on our way home from Denver. And, uh, I opted for two spicy McChickens Ooh, nice. and, a large, and a large fry. Haven't had those. McDonald's used to have a uh, chicken fajita. That was unbelievable. I used to get it every time we would go. To just the point like, where just I just like a little chicken wrap. Uh huh. Little snack wrap. They call them snack wraps. No, they, well, they used to call them chicken fajitas or, up where I was. Oh. But to the point or where 6, I went the majority of my life until sometime in maybe college, and this is gonna sound weird, without ever having a McDonald's hamburger. Mm. I'd eaten there plenty, but I'd always get that. I would never get a hamburger. Else. Yeah, no. they, that's they, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, their burgers are so I, I want to say identifiable, right? Like first bite, you go, oh, that's McDonald's. Like, you could touch the bun and probably really, oh, there's no seeds on the, you know, that's McDonald's. So, since, since this is a meat logistics podcast, should we not do a burger review sometime? Oh, like, why, why I've been waiting to do that. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> All you have to do is say it, and then it happens, dude. <laughs> in that episode, you and I will not get another word in. He will just no 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 no. No, that's, that's fine. Right. It's fine by me. I'll just have it'll go. It'll do a segment. You know how we people have a weather guy. It'll cut to me. I'm outside of a be- <laughs> I'm outside of a Burger King. I go to about four point five. You know, <laughs> just stuff like that. No, 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 no. he's four point five out of ten. Four point five for Burger King. Four point five out of ten. I'll give it a four four point five okay, out of ten. So he Patrick's either gonna have to sit up here or we're gonna have to have the camera on <laughs> back there. <laughs> yeah. Take your pick. Yeah, but I'm down for. I think it'd be fun. We'll just so do you want to try a bunch? Or you just want to try with one every once in a while. Oh no, you gotta do them together. Yeah, yeah. I think we each get. Yeah, we'll get it, at least do three at a time. Okay. You could do like so. I have to eat three, three different burgers, episodes, and then probably your no. leftovers. No, you buy you, you buy you buy three burgers. You cut them into thirds. Oh, I don't uh, want to do that. I want my own burger. Okay, we'll buy three I'll burgers. Go, I'm out, I'll go out at lunch and then get everything, or right before okay. podcast, and I'll bring it back, and you won't have to look at them, and I'll know which one's what. But you'll be able to tell by looking at it what burger's sure. what. We should we sh- we should do three. Each of us gets to pick a spot. Okay. okay. And then so we do burgers. Another time we do like chicken. Another time we go back to burgers. Sure. I'm down with so that. So it's like we're picking our favorites or just ones that we yes. want to talk about. Which, yeah. Cool. Oh, somehow we have to not have duplicates. So you had to pick somebody. Sure. And well, we all have no, to tell sure. someone We're else not trying to guess. No, what's no, no. What, yeah, right? we're just trying to enjoy. It. Yeah. So we just talk real quick. Or right, right. I want McDonald's. You want Arby's because nobody's yeah. getting Burger King. You don't King. get burgers at Arby's. I understand, but something we'll other figure Wendy's. this out. Some with Wendy's. fast food. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's the real quick the stomach brain thing. It's three different pathways in the vagus nerve system. Vagus. So, yeah. They did V A G U S. Patrick. Uh, all right. Um, I, I, I apparently didn't copy the link to this one, um, but a, a team is working with a various fungal species with a range of food and found that meaty aromas were only generated from foods in the allium family, such as onions and leeks. So they're growing fungus on onions and leeks to try to create a more meaty flavor for like fake meat. Uh, the most strongly scented sample came from an 18 hour long fermentation of onion using the fungus Polyporus umbellatus, uh, which produced a fatty and meaty scent similar to liver sausage. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Whose word are I'm they glad you for like, oh, that tastes like meat. Clark, does I'm... this taste like meat to you? And it's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. There are people like uh, sommeliers from food. Mm-hmm. So I imagine it would be like somebody like that. Somalians. Somali. <laughs> a wine expert. <laughs> So, yeah. Um, but no, good. Liver sausage is just the flavor I'm looking for in uh, a burger. Not at all. No, definitely not. There's a reason that I have not made 
sausage out of all those livers that you gave me. I was just going to say, did you do anything with oh. that yet? I had somebody else uh, tell me like, hey, I have I have some liver and heart. Do you want it? And I'm like, no. I, I already have some. Who no. was it? Uh, my mother-in-law. Have her give it to us. If, she, if well, you, next time you see her, if she still ha- wants why? to get rid of it. Because I, I don't want to eat more. Yeah, I want to. I, I need to start eating liver for one. For two, what else is she going to do with it? Is she going to throw it away? No, I told her if any, if nothing else, feed it to your dogs. Okay. Yeah, that's something. All right, last one. Uh, new illness reported, products added in charcuterie meat, salmonella rise. Have you been following this at all? No. Something's going on uh, with charcuterie. This is like the third recall in the last two weeks what? for hmm. salmonella. Um, on what? I just had dry cured stuff the other day. What is it, John? That's our dry cured stuff. No, no you're fine. I bought stuff from Aldi the other day. Oh, oh. you're uh oh, you're good. Uh oh. I would say, I mean, Aldi's a German company. They probably know. Okay. Yeah, probably probably it better than the only problem I have with Aldi's uh, prosciutto is sometimes the cure doesn't get fully dissolved, like yeah. the salt in it, and it actually comes out of the meat. I showed it to your brother, and he, I'm like, it feels this. like sand. Look at this face. She goes, uh, I go, hey, uh, uh, babe, what happened to the rest of that prosciutto that was in here? She goes, oh, it looked, it looked old, so I threw it out. Oh. I go, you know how long it takes for that to age out? To, oh, look, to look that old and edible? It's fine. That's... So I told her. No, I said it was great. Did you tell her how expensive it was? No, I know. Should have. She won't do it again. Say, hey, that's five. <laughs> that's five. 60 what are you talking about for like an ounce yeah but right that's it, expensive well so. anyhow uh, but it says the cdc announced thursday that a recall of charcuterie meats for salmonella contamination <clears throat> has widened including a new brand sold at costco dun 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 Uh-oh. where austin does his eating <gasps> nah, I don't, the cdc I don't. said that the recall has been expanded to include all lots of the Busetto food charcuterie sample sold at Sam's Club, which originally saw one lot code recalled and added all lots of the Fratella Beretta brand and a pasta gram Beretta sold at Costco. Wait, now if it was at Sam's Club? So yeah, one's at Sam's Club, uh, the uh, Busetto food charcuterie sampler is Sam's Club and the Fratelli, the Fratelli's. The crime family. The Fratelli's <laughs> uh, Beretta. Do, do you know that? No. Dude, it's a plant. This is a fake story, right? Because it is, it is a fake by, story. By the Fratelli um, brothers. What else can we... Uh, <laughs> and then I, I I, leaned over the balcony. <laughs> this story is no, fa- it's no. Fagu. Never seen Goonies? No. Oh, my goodness. You've Lord. never seen Goonies? Come nope. on. The best kid adventure movie of all time you've never seen. Nope. Anyways, let's get back on it. Um, but it was originally just one lot. At Sam's, and now it's expanded to all lots at both of these places. Doesn't make me feel good because I think I've bought some from Sam's recently. I just I just threw out some at two days ago because I had had it in my fridge for over a month, and I was like, it was at the point where it was starting to get dry, so I didn't always like leave it covered. Sure, I was just kind of in a bag. Yeah, yeah. And it was, I was like, yeah, this is. It's good, but I'm like I don't, I don't know. I was getting uncomfortable, and when I get, when I get uncomfortable with meat, I don't want to get sick. Sure. I do not. Uh, that but type you of food would, poison you don't want. You had been eating off of this. Had been eating off it. Okay, so you probably had it before, like any problems arose. Hopefully, I remember I was at. I'm sure I've said this before, but I was at um, Iowa State 
and Dr. Hauser said, you know, you can get a couple hundred to a thousand cells of salmonella in you and you might not even notice it. He's like, if you get 10 cells of E. coli in you, he's like, you'll know you're going to the hospital probably. Yeah. So you might, it might've been a batch, but you just didn't need enough of it and you were fine in the future. If you have prosciutto or like any meat products that you're feeling you're going to about to throw out, just bring them in and give them to me. I will take care of it. I'll make sure it's eaten. Okay. It's not kill things and then throw away. Sad. Sad. All right. You got anything else? Nope. Not today. All right. Let's do it. A bonus for anyone who's stuck around. Steven, our salesman in uh, Oklahoma, hates us and (laughs) brought or bought some squid jerky for some reason. And... Did he buy it? Or somebody gave it to him? Who cares how somehow he became came in possession. It changed it. it changes my opinion of Steven in general if he bought it or if he was given it. Which one will make you have a more negative opinion? I don't know. He bought it then. <laughs> They're both <right>. not good. <laughs> so this is a product of Taiwan. Did we ever well, I guess we kind of decided that even if it, water activity is so the water low, activity is so low, it's fine. So all right, I'm taking uh, Dude, that looks pieces. I hoped. It, you know what it has the texture of? It looks like a wax fire starter. Did you ever get the the beef jerky that's like a dip? Like you put yeah. it in there. It kind of has the texture of that. Oh god, it smells so bad. It smells. I mean, it smells like cat food. Like oh, what's not a good. What if it is cat food? Well, to Might be save honest, it on the bag. What is it? Again? Oh, we're okay. Monosodium glutamate in here. Oh, so it's gonna be tasty. How is it? Dude, that's not that bad. It's strong. It's fishy. But. And there are more ingredients than are listed on here. It says squid, sugar, monosodium glutamate. There's so, there's soy in this. I can taste it. Gotta be. That's upsettingly not bad. It's but, even got a tiny bit of heat to it. Am I right? Like a very small amount of spice. Uh-huh. There has to be something else in this than what's listed. I do not believe the ingredient statement. But it's also made in Taiwan. Yeah, could, they could do whatever they want. Because yeah, that it does is, say squid, sugar, and MSG. I mean, you can't tell me that doesn't have a teriyaki flavor. No, it definitely does. It says it's got 90 milligrams of sodium. So it's got sugar in it somehow, and it doesn't say sugar. Or salt in it, and it doesn't say salt as an ingredient. So maybe in Taiwan, they don't have to list salt as an ingredient. I don't know. I don't know. It's not that bad, though. It's not good, though. I was about to have another piece, and it's not good. I'll have another piece. Just to, just to rub it. Ooh, that was kind of rubbery. Is this the only thing we've ever had that you've liked that I've not? Or like... Like is a strong Like strong is a strong word. word. But like, the you'll continue eating, and I won't. Like if you stop, if I stop eating something, you have already stopped eating. Usually, I'm a much pickier eater than you are. Except mashed potatoes. Mm. You did bring in mashed potatoes one day. Forced me to almost die. So did Stephen eat some of this? Did he know? Does he know what? Yeah, I believe he tried some. Okay. I think they, or maybe they just opened it in the sales room. They're not very manly. If he tried it, then my opinion of him has moved back up because <laughs> <laughs> my first thought was he's giving us something that's absolutely horrible. Right. But no, he if he tried it, he gave it to us knowing that, hey, this isn't all that bad. Yeah. 
It's not good, though. It's not bad. I have a weird aftertaste in my mouth that I don't like. So Could like, be the nicotine lozenge I have <laughs> at the same time <laughs> that is like cherry flavored or it's something. Disgusting. But you know, it could be that. <laughs> Might be that. Uh, All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for checking out the Meat Logistics Podcast. To shop everything but the meat, head on over to Waltons.com. To get your meat processing questions answered by experts and enthusiasts alike, head on over to our online community at MeatGistics.com. Waltons, everything but the meat.